Welcome to Tune In YRDSB, inspiring learning through storytelling. So welcome to Tune In YRDSB. My name is Deborah Joyce. I am the principal at Sir Wilfrid Laurier Public School. My name is Aaron Otis. I'm the proud principal of Louis-Honoré Fréchette Public School. And uh, today in the podcast, we're talking about French immersion um, and the people that we want to start with, because for us, they are the most important people, are our students. So we've got two students here with us today, and they're going to take a minute um, to introduce themselves and then tell us why they love French immersion. Caden, would you be okay going first? Sure. Bienvenue. Welcome to our French immersion podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Caden, and I am in grade three. French immersion. I have been in French immersion since grade one, and my top four reasons why I love learning in French are, number four, it's a new way of learning for me and it's challenging. Number three, I am learning a second language and about another culture. Number two, it's a good, it's good for my future, at least that's what my parents say. And number one, I can have private conversations with my friends and no one else understands. Those are my top four reasons to join French Immersion. Merci. Merci, Kaden. Thank you so much. Okay, Mia, it's your turn. Tell us why you love French Immersion. Hi, my name is Mia. I'm a third grader French Immersion in Madame Santlain's class. And here are four reasons why your kids should be in French Immersion. First, it's fun. It's a great language to learn. Second, it's a great opportunity for your kids to speak and understand a second language. Third, when visiting a French-speaking city, you will be able to get directions. Fourth, it's Canada's second national language, and I'm proud to have the opportunity to learn it. Well, I feel like after we've heard from the students, really, the rest of us can actually just leave this podcast because, you know, there it is. They laid it out so succinctly. I want to say thank you, Caden. Thank you, Mia. You can go now. Bye, Madam Joyce. Bye. 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 See you Monday. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. bye. So that was great. Thanks, Deb, for bringing on some students. Uh, such a such a pleasure to hear from them and so excellent with the, when they offer their insights. Uh, we have three other guests on the podcast, uh, all very much tied into French immersion, specifically in York region, all three of whom are people I've worked with, uh, some in the recent past and some in the not so recent past. But we're now going to have each of them, starting with Madame Papadakis, introduce themselves and just give a tiny bit of an overview of what brings them to this podcast. Um, hi, my name is Alexandra Papadakis, or Madame Papadakis, as my students like to call me. I'm a grade three French immersion teacher at Ventura Park Public School. It's my sixth year teaching in French immersion, and I'm happy to be on this podcast. Hi, I'm uh, Brandon Wilson. And I'm a second year teacher candidate at York University uh, at the Glendon French campus. And yeah, it's a privilege to be here. Uh, I've had the awesome opportunity to do a couple of placements in French immersion. Um, and I've grown up doing French immersion. So uh, it's a pleasure to be able to speak into that today. Hi, my name is Barry and I'm uh, also a French immersion graduate. I'm currently in my final year of teacher's college at Glendon campus in York University, and I've also done placements in French immersion schools. So maybe Erin, you and I can talk a little bit about um, the program itself at first, and a little bit about what it looks like, um, so that families are aware as they're making these decisions about whether to send their children to French immersion or not. So um, the program itself, 
French immersion in our bird starts in grade one? Uh, typically, students who join us in the program, like uh, the two students who spoke at the beginning and the current teacher and soon-to-be teachers, are all from backgrounds where the families don't typically speak French at the home. Sometimes they do and have a bit of background. But um, typically, parents make a decision to send their child or their children to French immersion for, quite frankly, a bit more depth and breadth in terms of instructional challenge. Um, and like myself, many years ago as a graduate of French immersion as well, um, the choice for me was made. I was very young, obviously, as all of our students coming into grade one are uh, by my parents because we were given the opportunity to register for either an English or a French language program. So for anybody listening to this podcast, thinking about French immersion as an option, um, Deb and I will go back and forth a little bit, talk a bit about program curriculum, etc. But if your child is um, is interested in learning, uh, demonstrates a general keen um, sense of acquiring new knowledge in any realm, any capacity, French immersion is certainly a very reasonable and uh, worthwhile endeavor to consider. It is fascinating for us when we watch students uh, come into the program in grade one who don't speak uh, any French and by usually by December, they're speaking to us completely in French. And so it's it's wonderful to see that happen. It, it, it happens because we immerse them in the French language. So uh, another question that we get a lot um, from families is, you know, how much of the time is spent in French? So in York Region, in grades one through three, your child will spend 100% of their day learning in French. Um, when they reach grade four and from grades four through grade eight, what happens is it transitions to 50% in French and 50% in English. As uh, Aaron mentioned, we welcome all students into this program and it is available and an option for all students. And then in terms of um, some of the options available, uh, Madame Papadakis is currently teaching um, and Madame Joyce and myself are all currently working in what we call single track French immersion schools. And those are schools where the learning in grades one, two, and three is done entirely in French. Um, that is not to say that in grade one at the beginning of the year, if students are struggling, that the teacher may not pivot to some English and support for students to make sure that they're feeling um, you know, safe and welcome. Uh, however, the language of instruction is 100% in French taught by um, you know, French-speaking teachers, uh, as our current guests uh, will attest, they themselves are uh, Anglophones who learned um, French through the French Immersion Program in York Region. So I'm wondering maybe if any of Brandon or Barhavi or Madame Papadakis, if you'd like to jump in and just talk a little bit about your own experience um, going back a little bit in time in terms of what it was like as a child and some of the unique experiences that were afforded to you through French immersion. Yeah, I don't mind starting. Um, yeah, I think, well, to start, I think just being here is a testament to the effectiveness that French immersion had on me and the impact it had on me. Um, I can remember those grade one, two years, like vaguely, um, and how excited I was to learn French. And uh, from there, that kind of impact and that kind of thinking has lasted on me to now where now I'm continuing to the point where I want to teach French. And I think it, it goes to show that naturally, uh, 
with that interest in French, it's a door of opportunities that are opened because of uh, this interest. I had the privilege in grade eight as well through doing French immersion because I was very excited uh, and fortunate. I went on a French exchange to France and that was amazing, uh, amazing cultural and just a reminder uh, experience that I could speak French somewhere that wasn't Canada um, and how, how useful it really is to me. So I think if I look back at my immersion growing up, uh, one, of, one of my major takeaways is this impact that is left on my interest in French and my ability uh, to continually speak French to others. I also had a similar experience. I, well, it was my parents' decision to get me into the French immersion program. They signed me up because it was a second official language and they spoke a little bit about it, of it, sorry, when they were living in Swiss and then moving here. Um, but I continued it up until grade 12 and it was amazing because I got to learn a second language and I got to learn science and math in French and I feel like it allowed me to be more fluent being in French immersion and uh, because of it I was confused as to what I wanted to do in grade 12 and because I took French throughout and I love the language I decided to become a teacher and I joined uh French studies program at Glennon campus and I also did an exchange so it was thanks to the French immersion program that I was able to do an exchange in Switzerland and speak uh, somewhere in another community outside of Canada as well so I think it's been a lot of great benefits being in the program. I will also say that I had a similar experience and like our students said earlier I was kind of put in French immersion by my parents me and my two other sisters um, I don't really remember discussing it. I just remember maybe waking up one day in grade three and I was speaking French at school and a lot of my friends weren't. Um, but I do think it was a super important um, role. I also, as a kid, went to Greek school. So I had multiple languages that I was learning and I do still speak both of them to this day. My French is probably way better than my Greek because I speak it all day in class but it definitely helped, um, gave me some opportunities. I continued it through high school and I actually minored it um, in university as well, which helped me get into um, the school board with having French as a background. Um, it also, it just helps around like my daily life. I'll never forget once in Greece, I was at the Parthenon and these people were speaking French and they needed to know where the water fountain was. And I was the only one who spoke French. So being a 12 year old kid with my backpack on, I went up to them and in my broken French, which I thought was very professional, um, told them where the water fountain was. And there I was in some random place and across the world, helping people with a language that I learned by teachers in my elementary school. So it definitely has um, an impact and I, I thank my parents now that they put me in it. So all three of you mentioned high school. So maybe this is a good time to interject about um, in high school, in order to get the uh, French immersion certificate, you have to complete 10 courses in French immersion. And then that will in turn result in the French immersion certificate. Um, Madame Papadakis, Oftentimes, families are wondering about the curriculum that's taught um, because they've come out of junior and senior kindergarten and they're they're familiar with like the English track and the curriculum that's taught there. So can you talk a little bit about like what the curriculum is that is taught in French immersion as it would compare to, let's say, an English track school? Yeah, so the curriculum is 
fairly the same um, as opposed to units like in science, math, social studies, all the units are the same across all subjects. The difference is that it's taught in French. And when it comes to language, um, there's obviously more emphasis on oral because they are learning a new language. So it wouldn't be much different than the regular stream school. It's just there's more emphasis on the oral. And of course, we have to spend a little bit more time at home and have some support in school as well, working on the sounds, the blends, specifically in the primary ages, because that's kind of where they build the language. Uh, it's super rewarding teaching grade one, because as you said earlier, they come in speaking English, some of them even speaking languages that they only speak at home, and they finish in grade one speaking a completely new language. So it's, it's definitely really rewarding. And um, yeah, so back to the curriculum, it's the same. It's just more uh, emphasis on the French. And of course, everything is in French as opposed to the regular stream where everything's in English. Thanks, Madame. And one of the pieces for parents who may be listening to this and con contemplating putting their child into French immersion um, for September or maybe September's down the road. Uh, one of the pieces when we do the information sessions with families is we do talk about the fact that at the beginning of grade one, most of the emphasis is on um, oral language development and vocabulary development. But as our guests have attested to, by the time uh, a student who pursues and continues with French immersion gets to grade 12, he or she may be able to take university level French courses, uh, communicate much the way a native French speaker could do. So it's really important for people listening to hear that because um, just like by the time they reach Madame Papadakis's grade three class, uh, they will have the vocabulary built to the point where the curriculum is the same as their English peers. Uh, however, it will be taught, as Madame said, uh, in French. So the YRDSB offers, in a typical school year perspective, families would visit their French immersion um, home school. So that's a school affiliated with your child's uh, sending school. French immersion schools typically will be a home for students coming from any as few as four or three feeder schools up to as many as eight or nine feeder schools, depending on which part of the school uh, board they reside in. Typically, the French immersion information night would take place on the second Thursday in January, which we happen to be recording today. Uh, and subsequently, they would be parents and students would be invited to the um, soon to be receiving French immersion school and parents would then have the opportunity to hear from the principal and vice principal and usually members of the grade one team just talking a little bit about the program and giving parents uh, a bit of an overview. And then the registration process opens on the Friday PA day, which happens again to be Friday the 14th of January and runs till Friday, February 4th for students currently in SK looking to register for grade one French immersion to start in the fall of 2022. Thanks, Erin. That actually made me um, think of something else worth mentioning as well. The whole registration process um, 
it can be helpful um, for families to understand how that works. So if you are currently, um, if your child currently attends a York Region District School Board school and you want to send them to uh, one of our French immersion programs, all you have to do is call the office of your current school and let them know that you're indicating that you're going to transfer this your child to a French immersion school next year. And then your, your English track school will take it from there. Um, if your child doesn't currently attend, a York Region District School Board, what you need to do then is phone the French Immersion School to which your child would feed um, the catchment area in which they live. Um, and then that French Immersion School will take it from there in terms of registering your student for the program. There is no, um, often families are asking, do I get confirmation? Am I in? How do I know when I'm in? As a result of having that, expressing that desire to have your child attend and having that conversation with the school, your child is in that program. In, in our board, every child who wants to attend the program is able to attend that program. So that's a big important piece for families. So Deb, thanks for that. The logistical uh, piece around registration and um, thinking about registering for French immersion uh, within the board, it's important for families to know, depending on which part you live in, uh, you may be like our guests uh, were uh, in a single track French immersion school, which is uniquely French immersion meaning any student registered belongs to the French Immersion Program. There are other programs in the board offered. Uh, some are called a primary dual track, where typically you may have a grade one, a grade two, uh, or a grade one, two, and three uh, French Immersion Program in a, quote, regular school program. So there's a combination of students from both the English stream and the, um, and the French Immersion stream. And then the third option, depending, again, on part of the board and school offerings, is what's called uh, a dual track. And that's a program in some of our schools where uh, either the students are in French immersion or the students are in the quote English track program. So there's three options with a lot more information readily available um, on the website. Um, as Deb was talking and I was listening, I was thinking questions for Madame Papadakis and, and for our two prospective teachers. Um, as a prospective parent thinking about registering a student, how much French do you feel that your parents um, of the students you teach need to have in order for their child to be successful? So if I'm thinking about the question that we often get between a homeschool partnership and if each one of you doesn't mind a brief comment, whether it's personal experience or current experience in working with families within your classes or your um, your student teaching placement? Yeah, I think I just want to encourage any parents listening that, you know, I think it like I'm fortunate that I've had parents that have wanted to be a part of my education and really want to help me and support me. But that doesn't mean they needed to speak French. Both my parents don't speak French. Yeah, couldn't have a conversation with me in French even now. Um, but I, I had enough supports through immersion and uh, through teachers and extracurricular stuff uh, to get me through French immersion. And I think that's something even in teachers college, we're focusing a lot on and learning that naturally we can have this assumption that, you know, oh, if I enroll my child in French immersion, I'm not going to be able to support them. And that's so far from true. Uh, there's so many ways that they can still be involved in learning uh, while allowing them to teach a language that they don't know. Uh, to add to what Brandon was saying, the parent, yeah, I don't think the parents need to, to know the French language. I was lucky where my mom spoke it and she helped me a little bit with the homework, but I had friends and classmates who were 
just as able to acquire the French language and do their homework and whatnot. And especially now, there's a lot of resources, there's teachers, there's after school help, there's plenty of opportunities to, to gain the language, even if the parent doesn't speak it. So that shouldn't discourage parents to sign their kids up for, for French immersion. I had a similar experience to Brandon. My parents spoke zero French and they still speak zero French. For them, it wasn't, oh, let's put them in French because we can speak it and we can help them, which of course is helpful. But I think the one thing that I would say for parents is that as long as you're willing and able to be a part of your child's learning and education at home and have the time to support them or are able to look out for other supports, I think that is probably the best case um, if you're looking to put your children in French immersion, that's really all that they need, the support um, and being able to have some of that time at home with the work. Um, eventually, when your kids get older too, it becomes easier and they know the French and it's more about content as opposed to understanding the language. But I'd say for the first like grade one to three is probably where you need the most support at home and time. For being able to assist them but yeah they, you don't need French you're no need at all. <laughs> I appreciate uh, I appreciate the intel and the insights from the three of you because that's very valuable for parents listening to hear. Another thing to piggyback on from both Deborah's and my perspective as communicators out to families from our respective schools we communicate in English because we are part of an English school board that happens to offer a French language program um, and that also includes in French immersion in every school in York region report cards. So those would go home in English, although they would be talking, of course, about many French subjects in primary, it would be all French subjects. And as Deborah said at the beginning of the podcast, in grades four to eight, it would be 50% of, uh, of the subjects. But communication between home and school, uh, both teacher and parents and or admin and parents and guardians would be done uh, in English. So lots of good, valuable resources uh, for us to be able to share with families uh, of current and prospective uh, students coming into the program. So I think with that, Deborah, I'm, I'm looking at some of the pieces that we've covered and some of the bits that our guests have also uh, covered. I'm wondering if at this point, unless there's anything of significance to share around the program and some of the operational pieces for registration, or before we I guess sign off if any of our guests want to add anything more to the program, whether it's their own experience, a plug for the program, why they feel that going to French immersion is such a valuable and has proven to be such a valuable experience. And then maybe we can look at wrapping up um, with a few last minute pieces. So with that, is there anybody from our, you know, our group, our Javi or Brandon or Alex who wish to add anything further at this point in time that you think we we would be well served to share out uh for me my mind immediately goes to um i'm just thinking about being a parent and what i might be thinking and going through when i'm signing up um and enrolling my child in immersion and i think there's also a perception that this is like a huge commitment and uh there, there is a lot of pressure towards that um but i want to i want to encourage parents that um even within my own learning, uh, I took a bit of a different route where I did French immersion grade one to eight, went into core French in grade nine to 12, and then went back to doing French immersion and being immersed in French in university. 
So even right now in that state of, oh, I want to sign my child up for grade one, I think that's amazing because you have opportunities later to use other resources and other French throughout your learning. It's not like your child is like, oh no, there's going to be pressure this whole time on them for their life. There's tons of different resources. There's tons of different French programs that, that are available to them, but I would really encourage starting off in that French immersion and seeing for yourself the benefits. I have a message to the parents. Um, I believe that they should definitely enroll the kids into the French immersion program. And especially at a young age, it's a lot faster for kids to retain a language when they're younger. So I think grade one is a perfect place to start. Yeah, I've been so impressed. Like, I don't remember how quick I learned French when I was young, but when, I, when I'm around these young kids and their, their ability to pick up on just general information and language learning in general is amazing to watch and see. I think it's so helpful to hear the two of you say that because oftentimes as administrators, Aaron and I will get those questions. They're born of the natural nervousness and anxiety, right, of the families about, should I put them in this program? Do I not do it? And uh, oftentimes we have to tell them, like, if you can just translate that that nervousness, that anxiety that you're feeling into excitement, that's what your child's going to feed off of, right? And and I, I'm hearing the two of you say, like, it wasn't even a a thing for you at the time to think about being nervous. It just was a fact. You're going to go to a new school, meet some new friends and learn a new language. And that's what we find happens so organically with the students. And it's just marvelous to see. So families, if you're worried, that's natural, that's normal, um, but spin it and make it an, an excitement feeling for your, for your children, because we're excited to have them in the program. I want to take the time to thank everybody for being a part of this uh, conversation, this podcast. We hope that parents and or listeners, excuse me, find it uh, of interest. I think that segues us naturally into sort of our outro for the podcast, which takes us to place where if you are looking to get more information specifically about a French immersion program, the best place to visit is www.yrdsb.ca. And if you were to put that uh, address in backslash FSL, you would be linked up to the French as a second language program. Uh, I know in speaking for both myself and Deborah, uh, we are big parts of the French immersion program within the board and we're happy to answer any questions that parents uh, or prospective parents may have. So you are welcome to reach out to uh, either of the two of us via email at any moment in time. Uh, that is, I think, where we wrap this up and hope that people have learned a little bit about French immersion if you're considering it. And à bientôt, les amis. Thank you for joining us for TuneIn YRDSB. Please join us next time to continue the conversation.